Buff Nation. Let's fucking go. Let's go, baby. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. It's a party today, brother. Jordan Seaton is a buff. What a day, man. What a day. And I tried to tell y'all. We tried to tell yeah, them. Yeah, we tried to tell y'all. Um, I tried to tell y'all a lot of things. Uh, we do. We, we try to say as much as we can. <laughs> we sure do. Uh, you know, someone pointed out, like, I had a good feeling when you had Andre watch the tape. I was like, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. a little breadcrumb. Uh, <clears throat> and then, weirdly enough, I don't think I was on a show since the whole Ohio State debacle um but i never said oh, anything yeah. about that yep and then the big one was when jordan seaton you know leaves the buffs off of his last graphic one thing i pointed out to some people was like he ne no one ever said the buffs were out and you don't think that would have been the headline if the buffs were out oh yeah they, they love that um but the big one that i want everyone to remember is that i told you first the bad news is going to happen and then the good news is going to come so that advice wasn't really yielded by many. No. Next year, though. Next year. Hopefully. Be more prepared. It's good news season. Welcome, everyone, to good news season. And we start with some of the best news in Colorado recruiting history. I think he's the third overall recruit in Colorado history as it stands right now. Um, obviously, just a game changer in many, many ways. We're presented by Illegal Pete. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Um... We got a clip. There's so much to break down with this. Yep. Where do we start? Uh, I think we start with the fashion in which Jordan Seaton announced, which yep. was incredible. Um, I mean, he had all the tricks up his sleeve. Yep. He didn't want anyone to know anything. And um, there was some prophetic comments last week that were like, maybe Jordan Seaton was annoyed that that weird college football transfer portal account tried yeah. to scoop his commitment, which to everyone out there, Stop trying to scoop kids' commitments. What are we doing here? Let these 18-year-old kids have their big moment. Yes. So someone said, like, maybe he was upset about that, so now he's trying to get everyone off the scent. Uh, and I don't know if that's actually what happened, but leaves him off the graphic, and then you have Hayes Fawcett saying today, like, he's going to announce on his IG Live. So everyone's sitting there. I even saw this, like, uh, Tennessee fan yeah. who's, like, doing a live stream of <laughs> yeah. his commitment who was, like, <laughs> refreshing his Instagram. Oh my While God. he's refreshing his Instagram, Jordan Seaton's live on Undisputed <laughs> and announces there uh, that Coach Prime, uh, you know, that he's committing to Coach Prime and the Buffaloes, which is just hilarious. And again, he didn't want to let everyone know he's going to do it on Undisputed because that might have tipped his hand a little bit. Right. Um, so hats off to Jordan Seaton for uh, keeping it secret and giving everyone today, like a lot of people who had no hope left that Jordan Seaton was going to be a buff, woke up to some incredible news this morning. Absolutely, man. Um, just looking at it from the recruiting standpoint, this changes, I think, a lot of things for the perception of Colorado, for what Coach Prime is actually going to be able to do this cycle and the future like he did it the last two cycles but with athletes with cornerbacks uh travis hunter a two-way player Cormani, the top cornerback now it's in the trenches yep all the people who said he cannot recruit the trenches are eating their words today he just went and got the best offensive lineman in the recruiting class that is sending shock waves through college football right now uh like you like you said there was never any doubt from the second that Coach Prime put on a headset that he was going to be able to recruit corners. Yep. Uh, so obviously getting Travis Hunter, who was far more than a corner, uh, was a huge feat. Uh, and he, you know, is quite arguably the most talented player in college football to this day. Getting Cormani McLean was kind of a, another step in the pattern. Mm -hmm. This completely breaks the pattern. <clears throat> and has places like Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Florida looking around like, what the fuck just happened? Yes. Um, because not only have those schools specifically dominated the trenches, the SEC has dominated the trenches. Um, and, you know, you could probably go and find Texas and Oklahoma bringing this caliber of player to the Big 12. Not many other schools yep. uh, in the Big 12 are bringing yep. this caliber of player in the trenches onto their team. So this is a seismic shift uh, and very well could be a moment in time that we look back and say, 
That's when it all changed. Yep. Coach Prime's been saying seven to nine dogs away. We're six to eight dogs six away to eight, now. Baby, let's go. <laughs> Take one down, baby. <laughs> um, Alyssa, let's do the, the clip whenever you have that ready. This guy is a monster. I mean, all he does is serve up pancakes. He is unbelievable. Um, he's down here just flattening a guy 10 yards down the field. This one, he's going into the end zone, taking his guy like 10 yards into the end zone. Another pancake. And he has a uh, circle on him. He is nasty. Well, he's the left tackle know, here. He's nasty, man. Yeah, like Putting dudes in the dirt. Something this offensive line just did not have. Look at him running all the way down the field here. Give him the rock. Look at him. Pulling across from left tackle. Do you know how athletic you have to be to pull across from left tackle and hit the seal? Yep. Here he's just laying on another guy right there. Uh, this is all half senior another season highlights at IMG right now. So these are the most recent clips. Yeah. Um, and then it's going to change. It'll be his junior season. He played at another school, and he played more so all over the offensive line at that other school. Uh, he's still at left tackle here. I mean, just stonewalling, guys. And then look at this. Just nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's called finishing in the business. Yep. Um, I mean, <clears throat> this is exactly what Colorado's offensive line needed. Watch this clip. This guy gets just taken to the sideline here. You'll see it from the end zone angle right after this. <laughs> He just, this guy goes into the fourth row. A ref's tripping over him. It is just disgusting. Seat said, uh, I'm going to put you where you belong <laughs> on the bench. That. Yes. <laughs> um, so he's moving around here. He's at left tackle here. He blocks that guy 25 yards down the field on this clip uh, and then lays on him again. <laughs> wow. I mean, this so is exactly what they needed. They needed nastiness on the offensive line. This guy obviously has that. He's got the athleticism. He can plug and play any position, but at left tackle, he just collapses the entire left side defensive line right there. Exactly what Colorado needed right here. Look at him getting out in front here. Oh my Look God. at the big man oh run. My God. Look at him run. I'm not even kidding when I say give him the football. <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to be able to move like that no. when you're that big. No. Um, yeah, man, they call him Jordan Seaton because he's putting you on your seat. Yep. Where you belong. <laughs> Big seat. Uh, this dude is special. Uh, and I wasn't quite ready to go here because it doesn't matter right now. Mm -hmm. But hearing Andre talk about him already as an NFL prospect yeah. was like allowed my brain to open up that side. And it's true. Like, this is all like when we talk about this being the part of a process of a seismic shift, <clears throat> it's the whole it's the whole spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. Jordan Seaton commits to Coach Prime. He comes in, he starts as a true freshman. Colorado's offensive line is much improved. Hopefully, some other big offensive linemen decide to follow along and come with him. But then it's like, oh, Jordan Seaton becomes a top ten pick. Yeah, like that's the the next, not the next, but a few pegs down the road. Sure. And now it's Coach Prime's putting offensive lineman in the <laughs> yeah. top of the draft uh you know we can only hope that the the coach prime colorado spectrum is long enough for us to bear that fruit right but it is you know a very real thing to be thinking about um as andre said you can count on less than two hands how many players that are currently draft eligible juniors and seniors in college that have the combination of strength and size yep. that he has so uh, this is huge. It's instant plug-and-play day one type of five-star, which not not even all five stars are that. No, uh, as we experienced last season. Right. Uh, this is uh, this is big time. This is for real. Absolutely game-changing in so many ways. Uh, he's already on undisputed after he announces his commitment. Recruiting other dogs to yep. Colorado, like yep. this is the type of player that transforms a recruiting class and can literally reset the trajectory of a program. And this program's already been on the up and up. Man, we're just getting started, too. Absolutely. We're just getting started. It's, uh, it's pretty special. <laughs> and like I talked about off the top, there was always going to be phases to this offseason. First was the coaching changes. Then was the decommitments. Then was the transfers out. Well, now we're in the five-star commitment part. Yep. The uh, Prime Season 2 just dropped on Prime Video yep. part. <laughs> All of this is literally, we just crossed the line. Yes. 
Congratulations, you made it. We've made it, everyone. Some of you Great might job. have lost it a little bit <laughs> on the way here, but congratulations, you made it. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be any more transfers or, you know, whatever it may be, but we have now entered good news season, and the good news is only going to keep rolling in. So um, buckle up. We're going to – we'll talk about the documentary, I'm sure, and we'll get to that. But yep. my overall takeaway from what we saw last night, we saw episode two and three of TCU, Nebraska – uh, Colorado State, and I walked out of that, and I told you I was like, I needed to see that. Like, I needed to remember who we who we are, yeah. like who our coach is, like what the whole like message is here. Yep. And I think everyone, Buff Nation, needs to realize that too. And this is kind of getting back to that. Like, let's not lose our confidence here. Like, we know who we are. Yep. We know the type of players that we can get here. We know what this football program can be. Let's remember that the bad times are going to happen. But we are who we are. Amen, man. And, and I think I said it last week. I think I said, like, the prime documentary is coming out at the perfect time. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs a little reminder of the good times. Yep. Um, no one has to kid themselves or lie to themselves that it, it didn't go the way that we wanted to in the of second course. half of the season. Um, but, you know, if, you, if I told CU fans before the season, you're going to beat CU. Or, sorry, you're going to beat CSU. You're going to beat Nebraska. You're going to beat TCU. And you're going to be close in almost every other game against ranked opponents. I think people would have taken it. Now, they would have said something like, well, are we going to win any of those? And it's like, yeah. well, no. <laughs> um, but you would have taken it. You would have taken CU being competitive and beating their rivals. And it was all just step one. Yes. It was all chapter one. Perspective. Perspective. As you had been preaching, even when the buffs were 3-0. Yes. You were preaching perspective. Uh, so... It is nice to look back a little bit and remember the good times. And we've just started a whole new series of good times. No doubt. Uh, so congratulations, everyone. We, we made, made it. it. <laughs> uh, the natural progression to this, many of you are on it in the comments, is Boo Carter. Let me natural progression one step before that. Okay. Huge shout out to the 5430 Foundation. Absolutely. Um, they've been working their tails off. You guys out there have been doing what you can do to help. And I hate to make it this simple, but it really is this simple. The more they have, the more we get. Yep. It is that simple. And Coach Prime has now shown you that he can get it from anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, he can, you know, he can get quarterback commitments. He can get offensive line commitments. He can get, you know, everything. But resources play a role in this so keep it going like i think uh it was nice to see today that a lot of people out there were like okay like now i'm in i'm giving to the 5430 right. <laughs> uh it, it it did it, i wish it didn't have to take that but whatever it takes whatever is the trigger for you to say okay i'm i'm in like i'm down to help um it's it's uh it's gonna get really big it's gonna get really big and you can help uh, we'll talk about the portal and all these offers that we have in segment three. There's a lot, by the way. Yeah. Get ready. Shout out to our friends at Hestra Job Gloves. Uh, they've been doing it for 85 years, and they make high-quality, comfortable, warm gloves that just get shit done. Uh, Jordan Seaton strikes me as a Hestra Jobs glove guy because he just does the work every the work single in. day. <laughs> um, they're great for year-round Yard work, uh, even in the cold. And they're made with high-end materials, creating a longer-lasting, better-fitting work glove. Visit hestrajob.us and use code DNVRJOB to get 30% off your next purchase. And, it, and anyone looking to supply their team with high-quality work gloves at a bulk rate can email Josh Jacobson at josh at hestrausa.com. And then our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, whatever city you're in, wherever you are, and use it to find the best deals on tickets. Uh, not just sporting events, concerts, whatever's going on in your city. Uh, we got Buffs basketball. We got Nuggets. We got the Avs going on right now here in Denver. You even got a couple Broncos games left. If you want to go, head on over to Game Time. Download the app. Create an account. Use that promo code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Also... If you're happy that Jordan Seaton is going is committed to the Colorado Buffaloes, hit the thumbs up. Should be able to get a thousand yep. of those things today. And yes, we got to see episode three a week before everyone else. Everyone else that'll be yep. available to uh, next week. And 
I'll just say there's a reason why I wore my Jimmy Horn shirt today. My it, God, it is worth it. It is really inspiring. Uh, obviously, Micah and Jamie teased it a little bit yesterday, but yeah. that was incredible. Also, to tease it further, you get to hear exactly what Coach Prime said to Jay Norvell after the CSU game. Oh, my God. You're so right. That was the best part. Yes, absolutely. Other than obviously, <laughs> talking to Jimmy's dad was really, really special. But from a uh, football standpoint, mm -hmm. that I can't believe that went like we didn't hear that until now. I know. Crazy. Uh, it's it's good. It's stuff. delivered. It's good stuff. <laughs> I need to have my screen record out for that. <laughs> no doubt. All right. So Boo Carter. Why are we talking about Boo Carter today? Well, we've been talking about Boo Carter for a long time, going back to last recruiting cycle. Uh, he was a guy who visited, I think, already two or three times, did all the pictures and all that, had CU in his top like three or four, ended up committing to Tennessee in like June. But Jordan Seaton, or who, who was it, Boo or Jordan Seaton posted the Instagram story? Boo posted. He posted Jordan's commitment on his Instagram story mm -hmm. and said, I'll get it exactly right because I screenshotted it. He said, at JC, you know what we said, handshake emoji. <laughs> and that has Tennessee fans in a real hizzy. Yep. Uh, Bucard is the 143rd overall player, seventh overall athlete in this class, a 247 sports composite four-star Again, he was, it felt like it could have gone to the buffs when he committed back in June. Yes. Like he was right there. Yes. So. Uh, and did you mention that he unpinned? He also unpinned his uh, Tennessee commitment on his Instagram page. So who knows here, but let me just say this. If we get Boo Carter, there might be some negative side effects because I will simply go to the heavens. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just float right up. I mean, as things stand right now, if they got Boo Carter, they get three of the best overall athletes in the 2024 recruiting class in Cam Michael, uh, Aaron Butler, and then Boo Carter. Crazy, man. And I was telling someone before the show, like, you guys know this if you've been watching the show long enough, but I think Boo Carter is my favorite skill position prospect I've ever personally watched. Now, I didn't watch Travis Hunter yeah. <laughs> coming out of high school because the Buffs obviously had no shot at Travis Hunter back then. Um, but Boo Carter moves different. It's the best way we've been able to explain it. Yep. Uh, Joystick and, player is what yes. we said. And I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but like when you start adding Boo Carters to Travis Hunters <laughs> and Aaron Butlers, and Cam Michaels and Jimmy Horns and all these stuff, it's like you can start to envision a world where Colorado is the next Oregon. Yes. Like the or, DeAnthony Thomas, LaMichael James type or of more. Oregon. Yeah, or more. With, with the uh, actual success, because as we know, the O in Oregon stands for how many <laughs> national championships they have. Um, but like that's what I think of, though, like that electricity that they brought yeah. every time they're out there. You're going to have to keep hitting on these guys, but you combine that level of athlete with players like Jordan Seaton on your offensive line, yep. and you can actually build unstoppable offenses. Like, yeah. actually unstoppable. That's pretty much what the game plan is. That's what Coach Prime wants here. And uh, that's the track we're on at this point. And just so we're clear, like, it definitely feels like the Buffs have a chance now with Boo Carter. Absolutely. They had a chance. They, I think they've always had a chance. Yep. I think even when we talked about his commitment to Tennessee, it's like, well, signing day is eight months away. That's when I started. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, crazy that Jordan or that the uh, Buffs getting their. Offensive line coach is not the headline today because mm -hmm. this is one of the most desired pieces of news that Buff Nation's been asking for. Former NFL offensive lineman Phil Lodeholt is going to be Colorado's offensive line coach in 2024. Um, this is a Colorado kid. He played in Fountain. Um, let me find the exact high school. Fountain Fort Carson. Fountain Fort Carson High School. Um, <clears throat> he was actually committed to play college football at Colorado. Yep. was not able to follow through because of academic restrictions. So he ends up going to Garden City Community College, then goes to Oklahoma, becomes a second-round NFL draft pick, played for the uh, Minnesota Vikings for six years. He was coaching at Oklahoma last year as an analyst, mm -hmm. and now another former NFL player, a really good NFL player, is going to be on Colorado's coaching staff. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, I think 
you got to give him a nod on the Jordan Seaton commitment mm -hmm. because obviously, even though Seaton was always in contention for the Buffaloes, he he was going to know about this and he was going to have to. I, I don't know if the right word is sign off on because they weren't going to make the decision based on that. Yeah. But there's a chance that you make your hire and he doesn't like him and he's going somewhere else. Um, so Coach Prime mentioned yesterday, like our offensive line coach is in the building he's yeah. already working yep uh, and i assume part of that was getting on the phone with jordan seaton letting him know the plan uh he might have been on the plane to img to visit with seaton yeah for all we know yeah uh and that that's a big part of this remember people thought it was a t it was jordan seaton taking a shot at coach prime when he said uh if you're four and eight don't sell me on national championship goals well what people forgot was that right before that, he said, my, I know my goal. My goal is to go to the NFL and get a gold jacket. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was always a hint from Jordan Seaton because there's only one coach that knows what it takes to do that. Yep. Uh, and that is Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. Uh, so, you know, I think that it was probably uh, a nice little helper for Coach Prime to say, hey, I'm bringing in Phil Lodeholt. He was a beast uh, he's from Colorado, you know, all of this stuff. Yep. And I, I, I feel like Phil Lodeholt has a name that makes him sound old. Yeah. He's only he 37 years old. I know. Yep. <laughs> he's 37 years old. Um, was in the league not that long ago. 2015. Yeah. I was going to say, we like to think the Broncos won a Super Bowl not that long ago. Ah, uh, damn <laughs> and, it. <laughs> and, uh, that's when Phil Lodeholt was in the league. Yep. So, um, it's, uh, it's nice to have, you know, some young voices on the staff. Um, he's an up and comer for sure in this profession. And Coach Prime, you know, gives him the ultimate sign of approval. Coach Prime did it again. Uh, this guy, <clears throat> he just came from Oklahoma, spent the last two seasons there as an offensive line analyst. Before that, worked at Mississippi. Before that, worked at Central Florida. Um, and even before that, he was in the NFL's Nunn-Wooten Scouting Fellowship with the Vikings. So this guy has been working at this when was he in the fellowship 2019 you can do that while you're coaching i'm saying is that when he overlapped with uh pat Shermer potentially mm, maybe if it was with the vikings 2019 or was he coaching the giants then mm, i can't keep track well they are they are like i don't know screen door like sliding glass door moments Lodeholt retires, and then that and next season is when Shermer comes into Minnesota and coaches there for like three years before he gets the New York Giants job. Yeah, he was in New York in 2019. Okay. So they, are, they have been like just crossing paths. Yeah. I'm sure they have a lot of uh, mutual connections. But this guy... I Assuming mean, that Pat Shermer is going to be the offensive coordinator, which Coach Prime hasn't right. fully stamped down yet. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll have to get to that tomorrow because yeah. there's a lot to unpack there too. But Phil Lodeholt, this guy's coached at some... Pretty established universities here uh, in areas of the country that are very important to Coach Prime in Colorado, which is the South, Florida, Mississippi. Uh, I guess you could maybe throw Oklahoma in there. Yeah, but I mean, it's these are definitely part of Southern football culture. For sure. Or it has a Southern football culture. Uh, totally. Hotbeds. And it's a uh, he's going to get a great start here mm -hmm. because he's going to have the best offensive lineman in the country in his room. Uh, and we assume a couple other really high caliber transfers. Yep. So this could end up working out really, really well. Uh, and you know, it's this is a this is a, this was a big hire. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think it's one that Coach Prime took very, very seriously. Sure. You ha you had to. Yep. With what we saw last year, it was the most important hire of the off season, arguably. Probably the most important move, you could say even. Yep. Um, but just the fact that we have another NFL pedigree guy to, and now you add Jordan Seaton on top of this, like the floodline or the pipeline might have just been cracked wide open. Totally. Uh, we should also talk, we mentioned him yesterday, but Vincent Dancy again is going to be the defensive uh, ends or outside linebackers coach for Colorado next year. Was the head coach at Mississippi Valley State from 2018 to 2022. He was there for a while, actually. He was their DC from 2015 to 2017. Got the interim head coach tag, then had it removed and was given the full job. Uh, he's actually a Jackson State alum. Played linebacker and safety from 2002 to 2005. Was an all-swack player when he was there. Coach Prime loves him. Um, I think the entire coaching staff loves him. 
just the way he's been talked about and interacted with in the well-off videos throughout the last year. Uh, so this is your new defensive end slash outside linebackers coach. Yep. And a guy who is heavily respected throughout the building. Yep. Um, one of those guys that everyone has something nice to say. Uh, the word that I think a lot of people use is like a pro. Like everyone mm -hmm. just, he's a true pro. He's, he's the, the consummate pro. Like whatever you hear, it's like how professional he carries himself. Uh, and certainly one of the things that Coach Prime is big on is rewarding people for their patience, for their dedication, for their loyalty. Yep. Um, he has been in the mix now. Uh, he, you know, kind of, I, I don't know if the word is like earned his stripes because he's obviously done this before. Yeah. But when an opportunity comes up, like Coach Prime is, I think, always going to look internally first and say, is there someone who deserves this opportunity? Sure. Uh, and Dancy was that guy for this. Um, so again, another one who's young, uh, you know, people were so worried about Nick Williams leaving because he's young and he can relate to guys and stuff like that. Um, another guy who's young and, and absolutely can relate to players. Uh, and I think we'll do a great job on the recruiting trail. I think so, too. And he obviously has Coach Prime's trust and they go back quite a ways. I'm sure they met when Coach Prime was at Jackson State and all that. So uh, another guy in the circle who gets promoted up. We have, I don't know, man, two... 10 portal offers to go through. Are you ready? Let's go. But first, shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck brews here at DNVR. The new beer of the month. Do you know what it is? The new beer of the month is... Come on. Vanilla Porter Jr. Christmas Ale, Ryan. Oh, uh, that would make sense. That would make sense. We've got $6 Christmas Ales on draft here at the DNVR bar. But Breckenridge Brewery has a beer for any occasion. Uh, try some of our favorites, the Mountain Beach Sour, the Strawberry Sky, Mile High City Golden, or the Vanilla Porter Jr. Check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck brew near you. And then our friends at Olipop. Uh, crack an Olipop, crack a Breck brew, crack everything that you have access to today, man. It's time to celebrate. But Olipop's amazing. You Go can ahead. mix some Breckenridge bourbon with an Olipop. <laughs> yeah. Have yourself a little mixer. Uh, Olipop's a new kind of soda. Uh, it's got much less sugar than many of the more popular sodas. It has nine grams of prebiotics in every can, only two to five grams of sugar from natural sources. And they've got tons of flavors. I'm on the, uh, the grape train, the classic grape train Ooh. right now. It's a great one. Okay, We're I haven't big, tried it yet. Big fans of the cream soda. You said the root beer? Yeah, so my current top two are cream soda and root beer. That sounds like that might be like an RK special opportunity. Ooh, I'm willing. I'm willing. Use the uh, promo code DMVR20 for 20% off your next Olipop order on drinkolipop.com. Olipop can also be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including King Super, Safeway, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. The so someone said um, Load Holt was a player when... Uh -huh. um, Shermer was in Minnesota. Actually, not true. They just missed each other there. Yep. But someone else brought up a good point. Definitely overlapped with Mike Zimmer. Yes. And we know that Mike Zimmer is in the trust circle for Coach Prime. Absolutely. Um, and speaking of that, that brings up a point that I wanted to touch on. Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of people are saying things like, oh, Coach Prime is only hiring his friends. Like when Dancy got his promotion or, you know, some other moves that are going to come down the pipe a little, a little bit later. To me, this is not about hiring friends. This is about hiring people you trust. Yep. And I think there's a big difference there. Uh, but one thing that I think it was the TCU pregame show, and I want to say it was Coach Flea, and I talked about how just that a team has to come together, a coaching staff has to come together. Yeah. And he kind of said like yeah it wasn't like that at first but mm -hmm. we're getting there yeah and i found that to be interesting at the time uh and i think you know it, it's a real thing coaching staffs have to come together mm -hmm. and i think that if coach prime is able to put together a staff of all people that he trusts that that process is a lot easier and everyone can kind of in the same way that you would on like a kick return team everyone stay in your lane do what you're need to do do your job and yep. we're going to make this tackle down there inside the 20 so you know this is what people do everywhere every coaching staff in america is hiring people 
that they trust or that someone they trust told them that they can trust. Yes. Um, it's not hiring friends. And what, what I would also say is a lot of times when these things don't work, it's because you tried to go too far out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Sean Lewis is a fair example of this. Sure. Where Sean Lewis is a good coach. I truly believe that. Yeah. And I think he'll be successful at San Diego State. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he was a fit for what Coach Prime was trying to do at Colorado. And that doesn't have to be anyone's fault. That doesn't have to be anything wrong. It doesn't mean one person's doing something wrong or one person screwed this out or the other thing up. Like the same way that you could meet a girl and have the same interests and for whatever reason, there's no spark. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't always just work the way you think it's going to work on paper. And so, you know, not that Coach Prime didn't, I think he, he did take advice from someone he trusted on that, but it didn't work. It didn't click. It, di it didn't pop. Yeah. And that is something that every coaching staff in the country is looking for is people that they trust so that that relationship is symbiotic. I mean, we've seen it from Coach Prime since he's gotten here. He is prime time. He's got this big persona, but um, he is a very like, He's centered around his family and his oh, yeah. close relationships and like all that stuff, trust, uh, being able to just be an effective communicator with people like that matters a lot to him. And that's why he kind of has this inner circle, this tight knit circle. And many successful coaches have like circles like I'm sure Saban does for sure. Yep. Um, and, you know, those circles do kind of overlap, I guess, because they are friends with each other. But that's, I think, what makes great coaches great coaches is they they don't make emotional hires in the sense that they're trying to just make a splash every time. Yes. They, will, they will rather hire someone they trust than make a big name hire if it means that they can trust this guy and they know what to expect on the field and what they're going to coach the players rather than grabbing the headlines for a week. I mean, there's a whole meme out there about um, Nick Saban like reclaiming everyone else's trash and making them work on his staff and then they go get a better job afterwards. Yeah. You know, it's like now... I wouldn't say these aren't big names, but like Sark is a perfect example sure. of someone who was shamed in the college football circle. Mm -hmm. Nick Saban's like, yeah, I think he's an offensive genius. Come yeah. coach for me. Um, uh, Bill O'Brien, a guy who, you know, became a clown in the NFL, comes right back to Alabama as successful. Um, so, Lane Kiffin. Yeah, Lane Kiffin's another one. So like, again, those are all big names, so it's a little bit different, but it is this idea of like, not making hires off of public perception. Yeah. Well, to go back to the Sean Lewis thing real quick, and then we'll move on. Like, it worked out. Sean Lewis got his head coaching job. Like, nope. we were talking about this happening all this time, the entire time last offseason. Yep. Sean Lewis is probably going to go get another head coaching job after this year. Yep. It all went according to plan. And would it, we had rather things gone better on the field and got more wins? Absolutely. Yep. But this was how it was supposed to work out, ultimately. They're showing the... Uh 5a state championship game on altitude right now uh -huh. it's hosted at canvas stadium yeah i think they set an all-time attendance record <laughs> at this game what it surprised me wow look at how many people are there right now <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do these uh offers there's a lot of them colorado was offered former connecticut tight end justin jolly uh last year he had 56 receptions for 578 yards and two touchdowns Okay. As it stands right now, he's the number 21 overall player in the portal and the number two tight end. He has a four-star transfer rating, according to 247 Sports. Four-star transfer ratings were pretty hard to come by last year. Mm -hmm. It feels like Colorado's in on quite a few of them already. Well, there still is only, like, I think, when we looked, uh, what Dre and I did on Monday, it was like 20-some kids okay. had the four-star rating. Yep. I remember it took them a while to even give Shador a four-star. Right. I think. Yep. I think it was Shador. But, like... Zico had one. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Uh, another tight end. Former Harvard Crimson tight end Tyler Neville receives an offer from Colorado. He was first team all Ivy League tight end the last two seasons. Uh, last year, he only had 24 receptions for 283 yards and four touchdowns. Has to mean he can block then. If you're getting first team honors and you're only catching 24 receptions and two touchdowns, he brings a lot of value to the football field. Yep. Uh, he's listed at 6'4", 235, so I guess a little on the slider side, but not bad overall. 
how about the big guys? Former Arkansas Razorback offensive lineman Devin Manuel receives an offer from Colorado. 6'9", 3'10". Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, was a three-star prospect in the uh, 2021 recruiting class. He's from Louisiana. Uh, was a redshirt sophomore this last year. And then Terrell Timmons receives an offer. Former NC State Wolfpack wide receiver. Uh, he is from North Carolina as well. Was a 2022 recruit. Was a three-star not super productive this last year, but got on the field. Um, yeah, and this will ever load. These some of these portal offers are really interesting because there's the the really big ones that it like instantly pop off to you. You're like, oh, this guy had 1,200 receiving yards last year, or yeah, this guy was dominant. And then there's other ones where I think you know, it's the scouting staff kind of calling their shot there. Sure, saying, hey, this guy fits exactly what we're trying to do. Um, it, maybe it didn't work out for him from a scheme standpoint or from a usage standpoint. Um, but I just hate this thing where every offer gets a reaction based off of like know, their dude. direct production last year. I know. It's like, it's just never that simple, you know? Well, at the end of the day, we just need bodies too. Like you need to fill out the roster, and you're always going to need wide receivers. Yes. So if the if the scouting staff likes a guy, and he only had 11 receptions for 195 yards last year, just let them like recruit and fill out the roster. Yes. Like guys like Jalen Ellis, especially younger guys. Yeah, and this guy is younger. I believe yep. he was a he was a sophomore this last year. Next guy is. Uh, <laughs> Omega Blake. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Six Omegatron. Two. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's only 6'2", 180. That's okay. But a wide receiver from South Carolina. Um, this kid played wide receiver, quarterback, and cornerback in high school. Was an all-around player. Um, trying to find his rating here. Rivals ranked him as the sixth best player in South Carolina and 27th best athlete in the country. In the 2021 recruiting class, last season for the Gamecocks, he had 19 receptions, 250 yards, and two touchdowns. Okay. So didn't even play wide receiver in high school. Played everything. Yeah. But interesting. A lot of time those guys are later developing Yeah. at wide receiver. Next guy is Ruben Unijay. Nah, you didn't get that. Pronounce it, bro. I think it would be Ruben Unige. Unige? Unige? Could be. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Six foot five, 310 pound offensive tackle from Houston. Um, I think I can't, I don't have the schools haven't updated the 2023 parts of their rosters yet. So I don't really, I'd have to go back and literally watch the entire Houston season to know how much he played. But uh, save that for when they commit. Yes. In 2022, I can tell you he made two starts at right tackle, um, appeared in seven games, had a decent PFF grade. He is from IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. All right. Also, uh, our chat is going to be full of Tennessee Vols fans for a couple weeks. Ah, now. the Vols fans have found this <laughs> yes. show now. At least hit us with a thumbs up yeah. if you're going to come hang out. Or the thumbs downs are just rude. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, we took your number one offensive line target, but and we might take your number one athlete, but or maybe at least hit us with a thumbs up. It's the least you could do. <laughs> they they realize they like the show, and you can just subscribe to the channel. That's true. Or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's true. Where we would also appreciate your five star review. Chris McClellan, former Florida defensive lineman, has received a CU offer. Six three three twenty. Okay. From North Tulsa, Oklahoma. Interior defensive lineman. Interior defensive lineman. This guy was a pretty highly touted recruit in the 2022 class. 247 Sports consent, uh, Composite 4-star. 113th overall player. 16th overall defensive lineman. Hell yeah. Next guy, Jermod McCoy. He is a former Oregon State Beaver cornerback. Ah, uh, yes. 
three-star prospect in this last recruiting class. Very young kid. Played as a true freshman last year for the Beavers. 31 tackles, seven passes defense, and two interceptions. As a freshman. As a freshman. True freshman. Yeah, good stuff. Um, from White House, Texas, 5'11", 170. And the final one, and perhaps the most intriguing one, Tyler Johnson, uh. former Houston Cougars offensive lineman. If that name sounds familiar, I am 99.99% sure we talked about this guy last year, and he may have even visited. I feel like that guy had a different name, but I, I could be totally wrong. This, this is the guy. He entered the portal last year and returned to Houston. Okay. Was a former four-star recruit. Is he a right or left tackle? Um, says he plays guard. Oh, okay, okay. Because remember, there was the. I think we had their starting left tackle on a visit. I'm trying to see if this guy played. It feels like every Houston lineman has gotten an offer from CU. Got to get Alton his boys back. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> he played right guard in 2022. I don't have 2023 stuff. Uh, but was the 58th overall player and 8th overall offensive tackle in the 2019 recruiting class. Was a four-star composite recruit listed at 6'5", 320. Let's go. There's all your offers. Okay. And then you guys, I assume, talked about um, Walter Nolan earlier yeah. in the week. Uh, we brought him up, yes. Okay, cool. He is yeah. the number one player in the transfer portal right now. Yes. And... There's a chance. There's always a chance uh, when Coach Prime is your coach. Um, but usually the number one player in the transfer portal is going to get an insane amount of money. Uh, shout out to John in the comments. He says Cameron Johnson was the player. Ah, so was it wasn't Tyler Johnson. Just, okay, you, you, were, uh, you get a pass on that one. Well, this guy, this Tyler apparently entered the portal and then went back to school. So that's why I thought I saw that and thought it was him. Right. They were just, you know. Up in the NIL ante a little bit. Yes. Um, but that's it for right now. Can we get to a thousand likes today? We are at 841. That means we're 150 away. I think we can do it. Let's go. Yeah, Walter Nolan would be amazing. Um, but you're not going to be able to com uh, compete from an NIL perspective um, from some of the schools that'll be chasing him. Obviously, he's leaving. The number one NIL uh, war chest school right. in Texas A&M. Maybe there's a chance that it's not all about the money to him anymore. Maybe they uh, realize that this college football thing is real shit and that if you want to be an NFL player, you actually got to play and perform and be coached. Yep. Yep. And you're not getting uh, generational wealth from NIL money, exactly. but you will if you get a second contract in the NFL. Uh, three of the top ten players in the portal right now are former Texas A&M players, two D linemen, one offensive tackle. At, at some point, people are going to stop committing to Texas A&M, right? You would think so. Like, it's insane. Last year, they must have had the most high-profile uh, players in the transfer portal, and this year, they're far and away have the most high-profile players in the oh, transfer yeah. portal. Uh, By the way, speaking of high-profile players in the transfer portal, how about Ohio State? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. What's going on out there, bro? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, somehow we got the what's going on treatment when seven players who didn't play entered the transfer portal yeah. from Colorado. Walk-ons and a third-string tight end. Yep. And then I guess uh, Van Wells would be the one solid contributor. Is there someone else that I'm forgetting? I mean, I guess Mikey Harrison technically entered the portal, but he yes. was a senior. Yes. Yes. And he was a walk-on. He was. Um, but... You know, I, I don't know. I told I, that's another thing that I told everyone a couple weeks ago, which was like, people all most of the people that enter the transfer portal are going to be players who were who are holdovers. Yeah, from the pre-coach primary era. The only person who has entered the transfer portal that wasn't a holdover is Casein Wiseman. Yeah, who was obviously a Sean Lewis guy. Yep. Pretty crazy. It is. I think uh, Brian, who has been putting out some very on-point stats. Uh, recently put out like tr players in the portal in the big 12 and Colorado's like in the bottom third. Yeah. Tank. That's another, that's the other one too. Oh yeah. Tank. Good point. Um, and but then none other than case and Wiseman right. that became buffs after coach yes. Prime got here. Uh, another big name entered the portal today though, too. And you can, uh, explain your theory, I guess. Trevor ETN, Florida's running back. 
Yes, and my theory isn't really a theory as much as it is just Travis Etienne <laughs> yeah. uh, posted early in the season. Maybe uh, Trevor needs to go check out Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. So, at the very least, we know it's been a, a, th- a, a thought that has crossed their mind. Yes, I'd be surprised. I don't know. Running back, such an interesting one, because if you get the one then it was worth it, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't want to just bring in running backs um, because much like quarterback, you can really only have one on the field at a time. Now, sure. unlike quarterback, you can rotate unlimited without it really you know, mattering too much. But I think we'll learn a lot about what Colorado thinks about their current room based off of what they do in the portal at running back. Yeah. Um, we know that Alto it was a big part of the plans going into this year. It didn't work out. Um, the injury it felt like never fully healed, and they made the decision to redshirt him. When they made the decision to redshirt him, that told you one thing, which was that they still believe in, in Alto. Yeah. Because no team wants to redshirt a kid that they don't believe in because that just means they're going to be on your books longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a good sign for Alto right there and there. Um Obviously, Dylan's going to be a part of the mix always. Of course. Um, you're just hoping to get a situation where you can use everyone in their desired, you know, position. Um, well, I'm with Savion Brooks. Wilkerson, another one. Sure. Who he did participate in senior day, so we don't know what that meant. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but he could, you know, he's one that needed more touches this year. So, again, would I love to see Trevor Etienne? Yes. But I'll be interested to see how, how much the buffs are actually addressing running back through the portal. Well, the thing is with running back, too, like you can go a few weeks and all of a sudden you're starting your fourth string running back and your fifth and sixth guys are getting carries. Yes. Like you, it's another position. You just need them. And but, you shouldn't be turning away like high level running back talent just because you think you're fine. No, no, no. But I think that running back and wide receiver have become similar in college football, which is like. You have guys who are him, and then, like, everyone just has tons of guys who can go play. Sure. Same thing with running back. If you can get a guy who is him at running back, you absolutely will do anything for it because that can be a program-changing player. But there's so many guys who can just play. Yeah. Uh, And you don't want to just keep stacking guys who can just play mm-hmm. and I'm not at all saying Trevor Etienne is that no. I'm just saying bait when you're when you're addressing that position in the portal this year you have to be thinking like am I adding a game changer or am I adding a body right um I'll get I'll try and get a scholarship count soon a lot I'll, I'll work on it we got plenty of room all right. Uh, shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the sun and the haters with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized sunglasses at an affordable price. Um, they've got hundreds and hundreds of combinations. Just go to their website and scroll through. It's kind of overwhelming, not going to lie. There's just so many things out there that you can pick from. I'm laughing at the comments. Oh. They said it's, it's Alton, not Alto. Alto is his nickname. <laughs> Uh, you can shop their entire collection at the Park Metals Mall or go online to ShadyRays.com. Uh, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal this season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that code DNVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized, two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And then our great friends at Breckenridge Distillery. Um, Breckenridge Distillery is the world's highest distillery founded in 2008. Most widely known for their blended bourbon whiskey, high rye mash, American style whiskey. They've got all kinds of spirits, though. You can come try them at our tailgates here at the DMVR bar. They also got the Broncos Blizzard. That's a new vodka commemorating the first white alternate Broncos helmet. Uh, we've got Reiki Seltzers here at the bar. Those are made with Breck spirits. Again, come out to our tailgates or our watch parties. Breckenridge Distillery products are available in all 50 states. Shop your local retailer or visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com. For home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. <laughs> not, Come on, you got this. Opre, anyway? Yeah, <laughs> I got it. He did it. Oh. Good job. Thank you, thank you. So proud. <laughs> What's up, chat? 
What's going on, friends? Let's uh, let's see over what they a thousand got. likes. We are over a thousand likes. Let's go. Appreciate Salute that. There are people in the comments saying let's get to two thousand. I'm not that greedy, <laughs> but I wouldn't complain. Make it happen. Uh, let's start with questions. We will get to comments. We'll finish with comments. We should really start with super chats. Laura wow. with the $75 with super, super chat. chat. Thank you so much. Let's get this seat and party started. Best news ever. Never, ever, ever, ever count Coach Prime out. Master recruiter. Who's next? A great message and also a great question. Um, first of all, I just want to take a second again to just re-soak in the Jordan Seaton vibes. Yes. It's just such a beautiful Bask thing. Bask in it, brother. Um, it's remarkable i mean it has been a long long time since colorado has gotten a recruit of this caliber on the offensive line yep um probably since ryan miller um who Give was me a minute i'll find this a colorado kid um who was ranked this highly um but i don't know if he was actually ranked as high as jordan seaton is um so this is a game changer as a program changer it is a perception changer it's a vibe changer. Mm -hmm. Just about everything that Colorado need right need needed right now, this checks those boxes. Yep. Now that doesn't mean we're done. No, and trust me, not. we are not done. But it this really hit on every note that we needed to play in this moment on Thursday, December seventh. We just checked every box that we needed on Thursday, December seventh. Yep. Uh, you were right. It is Ryan Miller. That's the highest. Well, used to be the highest rated offensive lineman recruit in Colorado history. Pretty crazy. Now, I don't remember when they started doing recruiting rankings. I mean, he doesn't even have any stars on 247 and stuff, so it's all changed. Yeah, everything's changed. But, you know, Colorado's had some great offensive linemen in their history. But this is, you know, what we said about Cormani last year in terms of how big it is from a recruiting ranking standpoint. And it's, a, it's another just like moment for people to take a second and realize where we are versus where we came from. Absolutely. There is no world in which Jordan Seaton is a buff except for the world in, where, in which Coach Prime <laughs> is the head coach. Yep. Absolutely. Straight up. No chance. So just remember that when, you know, uh, some mid-contributor <laughs> transfers out and you want to have a, a fit about it. Perspective. Uh, Ray with the super chat. I literally hopped off my bed when Jordan announced. It's pretty much me too. It's funny because I I got the okie doke too. Like I was on his Instagram page, um, and I was like waiting for something to happen. Then I got distracted for two seconds, and then uh, someone DM'd us. And I was like, oh my god, it's happening! <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? What? Where? <laughs> Went to Hayes Fawcett's Twitter and was like, oh my god, it really happened yep um no matter how much how many hints or how good of a feeling you may have that something happens it always hits different when it actually happens no and then i started man. calling jake trying to wake him up <laughs> <laughs> i well they put someone put out a tweet yesterday at like 5 p.m or something saying jordan seaton is 24 hours away from committing so i wasn't planning on a morning commitment uh, to happen i thought i was good well undisputed goes on in the morning I don't watch Undisputed, sorry. <laughs> Lamar with the super chat said, McCroy and CL3 loading. <laughs> oh, man, the CL3, we can't, can't... Is it time to start up the CL3 stuff again? Uh, I'm always down for a little CL3 talk. All right. Uh, but how about McCroy? Yep. Picture in front of the wall. He got the wall, yep. Did you see my tweet about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the wall. wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, original with the super chat. There was no other coach that Colorado could have hired that would have brought Shador, Travis, Cormani, and Jordan Seaton, Rick George for Heisman. Hell yeah. Rick George for president, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Um, it's absolutely true. Yep. There's no, like, there's literally not another person you can be like, well, if they got, right. especially <laughs> when you include Shador and Travis. Uh, duh. But Cormani, Jordan Seaton, uh, you know, even players like Zay Weaver, like they weren't coming here. Jimmy Horn literally came here because of Coach Prime. Yes. So Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards, there's a good one. Um, 
just remember that. Always that that's an important one to keep in mind. Like none of these guys are coming to Colorado. Steven with the super chat says Seaton is great. His highlights are ridiculous. Hopefully his signing can help bring in Jaquan McRoy to play right tackle and maybe Boo Carter. Amen, brother. Thank you for the super chat. Last thing I'll say on that too is like the transfer portal opening up used to be like a nightmare time for the buffs. Yeah. <laughs> like this is the time that they lost Christian Gonzalez and Makai Blackman. Brendan two guys Rice. who are playing in the NFL right now. Yeah. Brendan Rice, who's going to be playing in the NFL yep. soon. I mean, it was like, okay, like I remember someone reaching out to me and being like, Hey, can you help us get Christian uh, Gonzalez? Like a, a, a NIL deal because we, all these schools are offering him big money. We don't have any money to offer. Yeah. Like it, it was truly like close your eyes when the transfer portal opens and pray that when you open them back up, you'll have a team left. Yep. Now the transfer portal is like, we went from the hunt, the hunted to the hunters. Yep. It's a beautiful thing. Went from zero to an absolute destination. Yep. B more says I was surprised to see RK on the documentary. That was cool. Congratulations. I love this show. Sco buffs. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Another thing that I've been teasing for months. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You guys got to uh, read between my lines a little better. <laughs> we but thank we you so much. that one for a long we, we time. Did, we did. I mean, I did my first hit for that in September. Um, so you're going to keep seeing us. Uh, it was, It's honestly an honor to be uh, no asked doubt. to be in that. Um, and a cool thing, like, when people look back on this story 20 years from now. Yep. That's the piece of content that will probably be the will stand the longest. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think people are going to be like digging up the Jordan Seaton committed to Colorado DNVR buffs live. I mean, maybe who knows <laughs> 20 years from now. I hope so. But like, you know, usually the content that takes the longest to produce lasts the longest. Yeah, it's not always that way. But in this case, I think it will be when people are telling this story years from now. Uh, they'll be looking back on that documentary on Prime Video. And so uh, it was really, really cool for them to have asked us to be in there. And then it's one thing to get asked to be on and go do the interview. It's another thing to actually have your clips used in the show. Yes. And uh, both of us got, got some screen time in the two episodes that we saw last night. Yep. Uh, so thank you to, uh, to the people at Prime Video. Obviously, Jamie and Micah, who you guys saw on the show yesterday. By the way. I know a lot of people are watching this show. Way fewer people than normally watch our show watched yesterday's show. Which was a banger. And it was a great show. So yeah. if you're watching now and you're looking for some more Buffs content after this, go check that out. But a uh, special shout out to Micah and Jamie who... Uh, who Crushed it. Crushed it and were awesome to us throughout the whole process. Yeah, I think I did my interview around the USC game. So that was at the end of September. I even got clips used in the show that I didn't think were good clips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> clips where uh, I was literally winging it. <laughs> that was funny. Could I actually tell that story? Yeah, go ahead. Tell it. <laughs> so Jake and I are watching last night. And is this episode three? This is episode three. Yeah, this is the, um, yeah, the Nebraska CSU one. I don't think we're spoiling anything here. No, no, no. There's a part in there about the Pearl Street Stampede, which is a really cool tradition of Boulder. Um, something that's been going on for a long time. And for those of you who haven't done it or haven't been here for a game on Friday night, they roll down Pearl street, which is our main pedestrian mall. I think is what they call it. in sure. Other places. Um, it's, you know, a street, but really it's just businesses and never, you know, you can walk up and down it. Well, they, they walk down that with the band, some of the players, coach prime Peggy's on top of like a, black and gold fire truck like it's a really cool thing um and they asked jake about it and <laughs> in the show i hear jake's voice being like pearl street stampede is a really cool tradition and you know blah, 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 it's gonna go to another level this year and i just turn to jake and i go how would you know knowing that he's never been to the pearl street stampede and i said i didn't i winged it <laughs> And they use the clip. So that's a uh, top tier bullshitting <laughs> for my guy here. Let's go. Fake it till you make it, baby. <laughs> Shout out to Joshua for the super chat. Uh, Bake ZD with the super chat says, so happy for the CU Buffs program. So happy for Buff Nation, man. Hell yeah. Um, Joshua with another super chat. Thank you, man. 
Original again, Jake and RK, what is your remaining top five commitment wish list, both Portal and High School? Mine is one, Walter Nolan, two, Princely. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Uman. Oman Milan? Um, um, Uman Milan? Uman Milan. Uman Milan? I don't know. Chase Basantis, Boo Carter, and Tyler Johnson. <laughs> we'll do a show about our wish list one day. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Everyone knows tomorrow? I love Boo, though. What? Tomorrow? Potentially. Soon. Uh, Reyna with the super chat. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. Reyna with another one says, it's almost 6 a.m. in Tokyo. Literally woke up to this great news. Sko buffs. Let's Hell go. Yeah. So did Jake. <laughs> EB says, if you watch Swamp Kings on the Florida Gators, Seton's commitment feels like it could be our Tebow moment for recruiting. They took off after Tebow's commit. Sheesh. Hopefully. That would be amazing. Uh, uh, and... Speaking of Swamp Kings, come on down, Trevor Etia. Let's go. Uh, IB4 Sports says, Boo Carter on his way, too. Let's hope. Baron with the 199 Super Chat. Thank you, sir. Uh, Globetrotter says, good job on the dock last night, fellas. More cameos. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Plus, my voice is in the intro twice, so yeah. technically I'm on every episode. You're on, like, <laughs> national TV, basically. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy with a Thursday Night Football <laughs> promo yeah. came out. I got so many texts being like, I mean, shit, watch out tonight for the game. Yeah. But the funny thing is like people weren't totally sure. So I had all these people being like, settle a debate for me and my wife. Like, was that you? It's like, yeah, that was me. Well, I was watching the game. I'm like sitting at my desk. I had the game on the second monitor, just like listening. And I heard your voice and I was like, what the hell? Like <laughs> looked over and it's the coach prime like promo. Uh, Don Peasy says, Boo Carter's mom has been claiming she's a buffs mom throughout the season. Let's go. Mama knows best. Please. Please. Uh, Don Peasy again. Has Jalen Conyers been offered by the Buffs? I haven't seen that. He did say he has a top three. Uh, I'm assuming it's not going to have CU in there. He, he, had, he, he said he had a top three, or did he just announce his visits? Uh, let me find this exactly. I saw that he announced his visits, which Colorado wasn't one of them. Um, yeah, interesting. I know Colorado is interested, so I don't, I don't know if there's a formal offer out there, though. J-A-L-E-N? J-A-L-I-N. I-N, okay. There he is. We can keep going here. He said down to three. That's all he said. Ah, uh, okay. Super chat from Cam from Canada. $27.99. Thank you, Cam. Appreciate you. $27.99 Canadian dollars. It means nothing to me. <laughs> me either. <laughs> but it means a lot that you, uh, that you super chatted us. <laughs> Joshua says, what lineman O and D do you think may come? Uh, everyone's on the table, brother. Everyone. Yep. Um, Just, we can go through these ones quickly. Uh, a lot of love for us making it yep, into the you. prime doc. So <laughs> thank you all. Do you have an IMBD, IMDB page now? Well, someone was telling me that, you know, on Amazon Prime, when you pause it, it'll tell you yeah. who's in it. And they're like, I've paused it on you and it didn't work. Which oh. That might hurt my imdb chances maybe next season <laughs> uh thank you richard david asks what does this mean for some of the o-line currently on the roster <laughs> i mean well tank's already out so <laughs> yeah. it was a one-for-one one swap uh on the left tackle position yep you're obviously going to need depth though and that's going to be the hardest thing to microwave you know um you can get guys and and tell them that they're going to start. Mm -hmm. And that's clearly something that was told to Jordan Seaton. It's clearly something that was told to Jaquan McCroy. Eventually, like, you know, you mentioned that like six, nine tackle that they offered in the portal. Yeah, like, the Arkansas kid. Yeah. Like someone's going to have to not start if you get three tackles. Sure. But in a perfect world, you're having those guys compete. Savion Washington, mm -hmm. another guy who would love to be competing for positions and you'd love to create a situation like that, but it's one of the scary parts of the current landscape of college football is no one wants to compete for anything. Uh, and, and I don't necessarily mean that as much as a knock on the players. It's like, as soon as you feel like you're not going to start, you can just transfer yeah. and go to a place that's telling you you're going to start. I mean, we saw it this season with the buffs. You need at least six to seven good offensive linemen in your rotation. Have to have them. Yeah, and the question is like, would you rather work up to a starting position at Colorado or start at Charlotte? Right. 
the the answer can be different for different sure. people, but no doubt. it is a question that a lot of guys will have to ask themselves. Uh, when is signing day? Uh, December 20th through the 22nd is the early signing period. And then February, early February is the uh, national signing day. So we have, what are we, two weeks away? Yep. Less than two weeks away from the signing period opening. A big one that we haven't mentioned today in terms of who could be next is Draylon Miller. Yep. Uh, another insane athlete. Oh, yeah. That is very high on the buffs um so just wanted to make sure his name got mentioned today mm -hmm. uh because he's certainly in the mix um and then look man king joseph's still uh out there tweeting stuff yep we'll see he's going to syracuse this weekend i think to meet up with coach nick yep um but he responded to your tweet about he's coach responded Dancy. to multiple of my tweets yeah and it, you said you know coach dancy will be the next outside linebacker slash defensive end coach He's responded to fire emoji, yeah. so clearly he approves of the hire. <laughs> yes. The seat and start day one. Yes. Yes. Noble, do you think we have a better chance at Bryce now? I think you have a better chance at everyone. Everyone's on the table. Yeah. Everyone. Yep. And I, I legitimately think, like, that's what season we are in. Yeah. We are in, like, circle back season. Right. What's up, yep. Charles Lester? <laughs> How you like me now? How you doing? <laughs> uh, like... We're having a lot of great momentum over here. Are you sure you don't want to come back for a visit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, when's Unk coming back? Soon. We'll get him soon. Yep. Big ZD, this young man's commitment announcement on a national show then appeared on Rich Eisen's show, Prime Effect and Full Effect. Absolutely. Who else? What other school are you going to commit to that you get to take that kind of tour? None. Do you, he's just, his NIL value is just doing this right now. Yes. That's all it's doing. Yes. And I love, you know, Buffs already have a in with IHOP. <laughs> yeah. Let's get, let's get the pancake Stacking man on the there. The Jordan Seaton stack? Yeah, the Seaton stack. <laughs> I love it. Eight pancakes. Um, and then the super chat from Donald. Appreciate all the love today. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Connor. Thanks for everyone who tuned in. Um, really, really cool stuff. And... Just remember that this is not an accident, that there was a big event last night. Mm -hmm. Coach Prime gets an award. The doc drops. Jordan Seaton commits. All of this is creating a wave um, that hopefully is going to sweep up some other good news with it, and I think it will. Uh, so, man, what a day to be a, a Colorado Buffalo. This is who we are, man. This is the idea of the program under Coach Prime. Uh, don't just remember this feeling. Soak this feeling in and... Like, use it. Allow it to radiate through you. <laughs> this is who this program is. This is who we want to be. Last season did not go how we expected, how everyone expected, really. Coach Prime would have said the same thing. But at the end of the day, don't let our confidence offend your insecurities. Amen. And I know that everyone's feeling a little uh, breeze from the air conditioner right now, so it's a little easier. But never, ever break a sweat on the escalator. Absolutely. Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We all silly like the mayor. 